Hello and welcome back to Glow Through What You Go Through. Today's episode is all about how being alone and being lonely are two completely different things. I think learning to love being alone is probably the biggest and most important lesson I've learned over the last year and it has had the most positive impact over my overall and day-to-day life and happiness. It's impacted me the most, it's changed my life the most and it's something that I haven't, haven't actually mastered yet but I think it's one of these things that will just be a continuous lesson continual, continual lesson, Um, something that I just will continue to learn to do. I don't think there's any maximum of having the most independence and confidence when it comes to being alone. Um, But yeah, I think it's the, I think it's probably the place I've had the most progress. So I've always really hated the thought of being on my own. I was never a hundred percent confident in myself and I didn't like being alone with my thoughts, my feelings. I had no control over my thoughts and feelings at one point in my life. And I think it gave me like a fear of being on my own and, and having bad thoughts and having bad feelings and not having anybody there to distract me or take me away from them. And I felt physically, I mean, literally physically uncomfortable in my own company. Sometimes I would even have like really bad anxiety about being alone in my own company. And I don't really know where it stemmed from, but I think it stems from being in a relationship where I had no trust. And at that point in my life, I felt like I didn't really have a place with groups of people, friendship groups, like work, just different I I didn't feel like I fit in anywhere and it made me feel lonely. So because I also lacked self-confidence and I didn't really have trust in others, I felt being on my own was more of a weakness rather than a strength. Um, I ended up actively avoiding being alone and I didn't ever really learn. So that transition from being a teenager sort of into adulthood I I grew up very quickly. Um, I was doing things at 16, 17, 18 that I probably would be doing in my 20s. Um, And although I grew up really quickly, I actually avoided being alone. And because of this, I didn't really learn to do things alone. So I was losing a lot of my independence as I was transitioning into into like adulthood, I guess. So it changed the way that I was in my relationships and my friendships. I would achieve more really in the company of other people. So I remember I would like invite friends over and they would sit with me whilst I sort out my wardrobe or my bedroom. If I was driving, I would always have, um, I would always be driving, not on the phone literally, but through my Bluetooth because it comes up in my car and I would be chatting away as I was driving. And it just gave me so much more comfort having the presence of someone else, you know, with me when I was doing something. So up until recently, I would probably say I always had a person. And for anybody that hasn't watched Grey's Anatomy, you definitely should for one. Um, But what I mean by person is just another individual that I sort of shared my day-to-day life with, um, discussed my goals with, did things with, spoke to regularly. um, And I rarely spent time fully on my own. And I didn't really spend, if I was on my own, I didn't spend that time in complete peace and confidence. I would always be speaking to somebody else on FaceTime to somebody else. I never valued my alone time and I never I never took it seriously really. 
but I feel like I am there now and I actually love being in my own company, which is something that I never thought I would be able to say. Um, it's, I know it sounds irrational to some people because I know often people love to be alone. They love to be on their own, you know, to do their nails and their hair and all of this. But I genuinely feel as though being alone was, was a fear of mine. Um, but I do feel like I am there now. Um, but like I said earlier, I do feel like it's just a constant learning curve. That feeling of strong independence, you know, not relying on anybody else, having your own back 100% and just being able to do things confidently on your own. So one thing I've always been taught, but I've never really fully understood until recently, and this is not me being pessimistic whatsoever, It's and I don't even want to use the words, it's not me being pessimistic, it's me being realistic. It's just something that you can't take to heart, you just, just take it literally, is that you can't trust anyone else 100% other than yourself. And that's not me saying that everyone lies to you or that your friends won't be there for you or that they won't have your back because there are some incredible people out there who make incredible partners or friends or just people to have in your life. And I'm actually so fortunate to say that I have some of those people in my life. But at the end of the day, everybody has their own lives and their own things going on and you just have to have your own back 100% because nobody knows what's going on with you 100% of the time. And it's nobody else's responsibility. It's great to have other people that you can, you know, go to, to talk to and, you know, bounce ideas off of. But at the end of the day, you can't trust somebody else to create the life and the happiness that you want 100%. It's, it's all down to you. And the main reason you need to have your own back is because you are the only person in life who can really change your life or create the life that you want from your career to your mental and physical health to the relationships you build and honestly that really starts from within and I can't express that enough people will have positive impacts in your life I have had people come into my life who have made me see life in a different way offered me a new perspective um, perspective, encouraged me to do something new encouraged me to come outside of my box or taught me new things People will always come in and impact your life. That will probably make you, you know, change things in your life. But at the end of the day, the only person who has a 100% control over what you do and what you say and how you behave and what life you create is you. So, you know, you need to feel comfortable and confident with being alone so you can genuinely get to know yourself find some peace being in your own company and also it allows you to form your own opinion on things so if you're constantly surrounding yourself with other people you're just constantly surrounded by noise and other people's opinions values you know their visions stories and sometimes it can just sway the decisions that you make everyone values different things and sometimes you just need to be alone to find clarity and that can honestly be about anything. It can be from friendship groups. You know, who do you like? Who do you not like? Who do you click with? And who don't you click with? And why? You know, trust your gut. Somebody might see something that you don't. Or you might see something in somebody else that other people don't see. You know, life decisions. How you treat other people. And how you respond to situations. You know, if you're down the pub every single night. 
and you know people treat you're spending time with people who treat people in a way that you don't necessarily feel comfortable with you know you have to figure out what sort of person you want to be and how you want to treat others so you know what other people might value might not actually be what you value and what makes you happy so my journey of learning to love being on my own was difficult um i really have experienced and felt deep loneliness and I probably have felt it deepest in the last few months of my life. Um, I've always been a very accepting and overly generous person um, to the point where I built relationships with people who didn't respect or treat me in the same way, but I chose to keep them in my life instead of being on my own. Um, You know, I made relationships with people that I thought I had built an unbreakable bond with um, and they left my life and sometimes that was without a reason. I feel like in the space of about 10 months I went through about three gutting heartbreaks and my natural instinct from basically my whole life is to fight for those relationships. So put myself out with gestures, um, effort, um, you know just you know, through conversation, talking about it, like there's, you know, I, I just felt there's, there's never any reason to sort of part ways, you know, you've, you've built a relationship, you know, you should sort of make the effort. But I made the decision from my first heartbreak, which was with my ex-boyfriend, that if that person wasn't going to put in the effort that I was, when that relationship was coming to an end, I wasn't going to give it back. Um, and it was really hard for me, it went against every fibre of my being, And I found it took the most strength ever to choose being alone rather than fighting for people I knew didn't deserve the effort. It made me feel uncomfortable and I do actually still feel that uncomfort now because relationships that I really cared about were coming to an end. And I sometimes I sometimes get that feeling like, you know, when you're in the shower and you're thinking about things before you go to bed, I get that feeling of, well, you know, what if I had done more? But at the end of the day, as difficult and as heartbreaking as it is losing people that you love in your life, and I'm talking about friendships and boyfriends, whatever relationship that may be, I have never in my life had a high enough enough level of respect for myself and my own happiness. And I know that I'm trying to learn that. And I think, you know, I can feel myself growing because it hurts and it's confusing. And when different relationships are breaking down, choosing to be on my own and dealing with it alone rather than getting on the phone over and over and over again to, you know, understand what was happening or understand why, you know, that person wasn't fighting for me in the same way or, you know, whatever it was. It was hard, but I was also pushing against a fear of being alone. And I think that was just because I was scared of it. And, you know, being alone felt like it was something dirty or wrong. But now I know that actually it is so liberating and freeing and it gives you the chance to be anybody you want to be and do anything you want to do. And, you know, it gives you an option to come home and recharge and be successful in different areas of life because you take the time to focus on yourself go to the gym, make your own food, you know, come home, relax, 
meditate, review the day, review things that you're doing, get on track with your goals, figure out what your goals are without the influence of other people, you know, to ensure that you're genuinely taking the time to improve your own life. And sometimes, especially for somebody who is as extroverted as I am, you know, you have to actively make that decision. You have to actively decide to have time on your own and do things by yourself. And for somebody who loves to be around other people and do things with other people, you often need to push yourself outside of your comfort zone. And so I started to go through this transition of learning to be by myself. And at first it gave me a lot of anxiety, so much anxiety. I hated it. You know, even the thought of just, I don't know, just day to day general tasks that I just, I found more interesting and fun with other people. And I thought, no, you know, adding on that hour to pick up your friend, to then go to the shop, to do your returns and go to the post office and coming back and then grabbing lunch was actually holding me back and wasting time from achieving things that I wanted to do. And I know that sounds silly, but I had to actively make a decision to just get things done by myself. So I started to go shopping by myself, look around the shops. It was a bit uncomfortable at first. The first few times I walked in, had a look and then just left. Um, And going to the gym by myself was difficult. That was a difficult transition actually, because I joined a gym with somebody that I thought was my friend. Um, And sometimes we would go together and sometimes she would just go without me and leave me behind, even though we had, you know, plans to go together. Um, And I felt like making the decision to start going alone was a bigger deal than it needed to be. So I started to go by myself. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I went on TikTok. I went on Instagram. I spoke to different people at the gym and I made my own workout plans. I went there every single day, and I still go every single day by myself, and I love it. I absolutely love it. I go in, I feel happy and confident. I go on um, different days to do different things, and I get my workouts done. I come out feeling happy and confident. After a few weeks of going to the gym by myself, I then started to go and get a coffee after the gym by myself, Um, And then a few weeks later, I was going to get coffee and I was popping into the shops and walking around and, you know, treating myself to different things. I genuinely loved it. And I didn't ever expect to feel like that. And it just started by doing one thing by myself at a time, enjoying it, embracing it, and then continuing. You know, other things that I felt, you know, really helped me to overcome that feeling of loneliness rather than feeling strong independent by myself was I'd be in my room and I'd want to share things with other people um, and I started to value my real friends more so I would call them up you know whenever we would speak whether it be once a week or three times a week or you know once every month or whatever and I would value that time speaking to them more but without a doubt the biggest thing that has changed the way I feel about doing things on my own and embracing being on my own rather than feeling loneliness was that I actually was choosing to feel lonely because I felt sorry for myself being on my own rather than being happy and excited that I was on my own and could do anything I wanted to. And it was just the way that I perceived being alone. I perceived it as being alone was lonely, 
rather than being alone was exciting and freeing and allowed me to do and achieve and get and buy and see and whatever, anything I wanted when I wanted to. I had a new found feeling of strength and independence. And I realised that actually, once I had been on my own, I'm sure you can imagine, I'd be in my car, talking to myself, walking around the shop, thinking what I did and didn't like. And I realised that actually, I did like who I was as a person. I was now able to make my own judgments and opinions and decisions. And I valued my own opinion over anybody else's. And whenever I did feel like I'd spent too much time on my own and I wanted to be with friends, I still had the option of calling up friends and saying, do you want to get dinner tonight? Do you want to go for coffee? Or do you have 25 minutes to catch up on the phone? And I valued time with friends and I valued time by myself. And that was a huge game changer for me because I realised that there is nothing wrong with being on your own. And I realised that I had by overcoming my fear of being on my own and allowing things that clearly weren't meant for me in my life to leave without fighting for them, um, I now knew that, well, I now feel like I am in the driver's seat of my own life because I have overcome my fear of being on my own. And I realised that, you know, loneliness is a choice. Finding peace from within to be able to spend time on your own allows you to get so much more done and it allows you to be so much happier because at the end of the day, the only thing that is 100% for your entire life is you and your body and your skin, your mind, your thoughts, your feelings and having control over those by finding safety and happiness within yourself as an individual just changes your life. And for anybody that feels the way that I felt about being alone, that it was scary or that you you know, would be lonely or that people would judge you for being on your own, whatever it is that you feel negatively towards alone time, I would say make the effort to address it and just push yourself outside of your comfort zone. I started by doing new things one by one um, and I just grew and, you know, pushed myself more going for a drink or a coffee or um, working in a cafe by yourself, just doing things that you feel would push you outside of your comfort zone is so helpful. And have people in your life where if you are somebody that does struggle with anxiety, but you want to become more independent, you know, put yourself in a situation where you're putting yourself outside of your comfort zone, you're learning something new. But if it does get overwhelming, and it does get too much, you have somebody that you can call and say, I'm in a situation where I'm, you know, pushing myself out of my comfort zone and I'm trying something new, but I'm struggling right now. I feel overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. That can either understand or encourage you and help you to just take that next step because that's all that it is. It's just constantly, well, that's all life is really. It's just putting yourself outside of your comfort zone, learning new things, becoming more confident and learning to love yourself and time that you have with yourself to be able to achieve whatever it is in life that you want to achieve. And if you're somebody that does worry about being alone or doesn't enjoy time on your own, then the best thing to do is just weigh up the pros and cons. There are always going to be hard parts and easier parts when trying to do something new. But the benefits of being on your own are 
offering yourself clarity, understanding yourself as a person more, becoming more confident within yourself, being able to make good decisions about your life. Um, And getting that confused with loneliness is something that you just want to avoid because it doesn't need to be the same thing. And learning to be alone is such an incredible feeling because all you're doing is learning to love yourself. And at the end of the day, the person that you are going to be with for your entire life is you. So learn to love yourself, learn to have confidence within yourself and enjoy being on your own. And if you don't, then maybe ask yourself why you don't and try and figure out how you can change that. Maybe it's just a case of turning your phone off and not comparing yourself to other people and what they're doing. Maybe you have FOMO, turning your phone off, watching something that you really want to watch or journaling or writing down some new goals and thinking about how you can get there. There are so many ways in which you can change the way you feel about loneliness and being alone. And I honestly encourage anybody who doesn't embrace alone time to try and embrace it, even just for a month, for 30 days, because it is probably the biggest game changer I have had when it comes to anxiety, sadness, changing my life, being happier. It has had the biggest and most positive impact on my life. And I would encourage anybody to try it and embrace it. I really hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I know that it was um, a lot about me and my experience, but I hope that maybe you could relate to that and find some comfort with somebody else finding it difficult to be on their own. Um, I feel like this is probably my biggest transformation. I've been so excited to share it with you. If you have ever had any similar experience, I would really appreciate a message or you just reaching out because it means so much to me connecting with other people who are going through or have been through something similar. It helps me and it helps others. And I just love hearing from people. If you have enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate it if you could write me a review on whatever platform it is that you listen to the podcast on. Um, And yeah, I can't wait for you to listen to next week's episode. Bye.